That my camera's not responding, but y'all can hear me yeah. though, right? You're looking at the exactly. turtle. That's that turtle over there in the corner. <laughs> All right, everybody. Good morning. Thank you for joining the Brothers of Legacy this morning. Of course, I am not a brother, but I am filling in for my husband as he travels. So, uh, it's going to be a little different. The Sisters of Legacy are invading this morning. But, um, I'm going to let the guys take the lead, and I'm just integration. going to, uh, you know, jump in and out a little bit. I feel like I'm delayed. I'm delayed for some reason. Oh, uh, you, you? you delayed, yeah. but I'm frozen. <laughs> right. That's weird. Uh, I don't know what's going on, but I'm definitely delayed. And that's not my best smile either. <laughs> All right. we, do, we have issues this morning, but we'll work through it. We're going to press on the upward way. Yes. On, and listen, just blame it on me. I am not AD and I in no way can do all the things that he do. But you but can't we... control speed oh. of, the, of my transmission. That's got to be. I, I read an article this morning where they were saying that your internet providers intentionally uh, slow down your throughput uh, randomly to prompt you to buy more capacity. Wow. Oh, them dirty dogs. Yeah. And what they're doing is they're preserving the bandwidth for higher paying users. Okay. Wow. That sounds about right. It's always, you know, trying to get some more money out of you. Good morning, yeah. Cheryl. Good morning, Lisa. Mark, morning. good morning. Thanks for joining us. Mama McCory in the building, as AD would say. Good I morning. My, I got my message from Mama McCory about five seconds ago. Uh oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mama. Was I late this morning? And Terry, good morning, sir. Morning, I'm Terry. sorry, guys. We're going to make it work. Um, So, our topic for today is accomplishments versus purpose. Ooh. Accomplishments yeah. versus purpose. That's good. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. <laughs> he said AD never looked so good. <laughs> I, you you didn't have to say that was Chris. I knew that was Chris because Chris always brings a little laughter with him. 
<laughs> that was great. I am not the morning person. My show is at night for a reason. Um, <laughs> but here we are. So accomplishments versus purpose. Um, so I did ask, you know, what the general theme he's going for uh, with this topic. So um, the general thought is a lot of times in life, we do things for various reasons. Sometimes it's like everybody in my family went to college, so I'm gonna go to college. Um, sometimes it's, I think education is best, so I'm gonna get a degree. But it's not necessarily in a field that we wanna be in indefinitely. It's not always um, something that we're good at. Sometimes it's just a means to an end. So I think um, you know, accomplishments versus purpose is sometimes we just do things and it might be a stepping stone that helps us to discover our true purpose. And sometimes it's in a totally different direction of what our purpose is. Um, you know, going on what Brothers of Legacy is generally about, I will say the best thing to do is discover your purpose first, even before college even before um, you know, starting new endeavors, search for your purpose. You'll save yourself a whole lot of time. Uh, a lot of times you'll save yourself a whole lot of money <laughs> and heartache. a whole lot of right heartache <laughs> and disappointment. Good morning, Lady McCory. Thanks hey, for joining lady. us. Dwayne? Oh no! I was just, I, no you well you 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 probably said the most important piece in my estimation when when you simply says no purpose first find that um, beautiful thing about it accomplishment you, you're right it's just what we do it's what we do along the way some some of our accomplishments are in purpose some of them have nothing to do with purpose um, yeah an, an accomplishment is just something that you've done. I've, I got accomplishments that have zero to do with my purpose. Um, mm -hmm. if, if I want to brag a little bit, I can say I was on the team that helped capture Saddam Hussein, but that had zero to do with my purpose. Mm -hmm. And that's why for me, it gets lost somewhere in the back. Yeah. It was like a, it was a moment in the glory of my heyday of being in the military, but it has absolutely nothing to do with what God has put me here for. So yeah, you you were spot on with that. Um, accomplishments, things that we do, um, sometimes they're connected with the purpose. But purpose is that lifelong, that lifelong. Um, it's, it's God's vision for your life. I, I think is the best way for me to say it. And um, sometimes what we do lines up with that. Most of the time, we're we're stumbling and bumbling trying to get there. Hmm. Uh oh, we got the hmm. No, no, I'm just I'm I'm appreciating what what my brother is saying. I mean, because it this the, the topic is so is so broad, right? right. Because it it's uh, I look at accomplishment and purpose in each individual life. Dwayne said, you know, uh, it could be one in the same or they could be totally unrelated. Right. Um, but it's all about perspective and, and, and it's a relative thing right uh because I, there is a lot there are a lot of things i can accomplish in route to my purpose right. which makes all of those achievements part of my purpose mm -hmm. you know the way you just said i could brag and talk about being on the team that captured saddam hussein it was a part of my purpose but it was an accomplishment but the reality is you are who you are today because of that being in your history right like I that did, perspective Right. It, it helped to carve and create or architect who you are and how you go through life today. Right. So all and so I guess the, the biggest thing for me is it's it's probably more of a warning and a drawing of attention and enlightenment than it is anything else, because it's really not a lesson because you can't measure my accomplishments. What I feel is an accomplishment may not be an accomplishment to you, but it is to me because it's very personal, mm -hmm. right? Uh, it's it's like measuring someone else's success. 
right? Uh, uh, the person that's on the street living uh, hand to mouth, but fulfilling a purpose of encouraging people every day on the street could look like a failure to some, but a genius to others. Right. Does that make sense? So uh, I think y'all reading more than listening. I believe sometimes your accomplishments may lead you to your purpose. <laughs> you know, you can tell what folks are listening to you uh, or they're they're uh, multitasking, right? Um, mm -hmm. But that's but that's real, though. I mean, I you know, I'm, to me, I think that uh, my my accomplishments in life, while some are unrelated to my to my purpose in life. Um, is that considered success? Is that considered, you know, what would it be considered if it's not a part of your purpose? I guess that's my question, right? What would it be? How, how can you not relate your accomplishments to your purpose? That's what I'd like to know. Hmm. So, okay, well, so. Cause it's all part of our making. That's what I'm saying. You know, the Bible says all things work together for the good of them who love the Lord or are called according to his purpose. So that means that everything I've done, my accomplishments and my failures all lead to working out my purpose in the Lord. Right. So how can I not relate my accomplishments to to purpose? Because who defines your purpose? God does. God does. Absolutely. Dwayne or Samantha's purpose. I can't define AD's purpose, right? Uh, parents try to put purpose in their children, but parents are not God. Parents are right. designed to be guides, not gods, right? Right, okay, and so that's an excellent point. So think about this. A lot of times when kids are growing up, your parents raise you and push you in a general direction. They want you to go to, to, to college to be a lawyer. And you in there and you're trying to study, you know, study law, whatever. And along the way, you know, you might be failing out of classes, whatever. And you're trying to make it stick and it just doesn't. Mm -hmm. And you wind up yeah. coming out of college and you do something totally to the left. You know, and for your parents, oh, I always thought you being a lawyer, you know, like mm -hmm. they don't see it. But your true purpose was something that was totally unrelated. So yeah. I think that's kind of how, in an instance, you know, you may have accomplished that. Fine, you studied law, but it didn't stick because that's not really, you know, what God had in your path. And let me read mm -hmm. some of these comments before people say yeah. sometimes an accomplishment may not actually. Right. And you accomplished that, um, but it's not really a part of. You know, God's design for your life is just an accomplishment. Dr. Rollins says, I have no idea that God wanted me to advocate for fathers. I knew I was purposed to help, but wasn't clear on how until grad school and state jobs. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so let, I want to hold that one and go back to the one before that. What was it? You okay. said A lady said, um, sometimes an accomplishment may, may not actually be related to your purpose and, right. and, right. and before pastor jump in there I, I i see what you're saying sir yeah because you, you kind of shifted me a little bit because <laughs> because right. initially where i was was okay the fact that i was young and stupid and went over here and had sex with this one girl who ended up putting me in a place mentally and emotionally where i wasn't ready for a relationship so when i got married i messed the whole marriage up that's that's like a quick reality, right? Mm -hmm. But but the flip side of that is, if what did I learn from that? So was when you when you said when you said that all things work together for the good. When you started talking that talk, I was like, okay, God, <laughs> I see what he's saying because now it's it's like testing. You can horribly fail a test but it's still part of what you need to get you to the next level. And right. whatever you got from that situation, you can take to the next level. I was on initially, I was on the same thought process as Lady McCrory, which this right here that I did doesn't line up with who God wants me to be. But right. you're showing the light that 
even though it doesn't line up with what God wants you to be or desires for you to be, it helps shape you and put you in a place to you are who God wants you to be now. Am I understanding you right? Yeah. How can how can you successfully accomplish the feat of stubbing your toe on the corner of your bed at three o'clock in the morning on your way to the bathroom? And in an instant, the pain from stubbing your toe hits your brain from the bottom of your, from the tip of your toe, instantly gets all the way up to your brain and tells you that was wrong. What am I saying? I'm saying that life is just like all of the interworkings of the body. You have all these things 75 trillion cells, whatever it is, operating in your body, right? They all serve different purposes, but all of that is to accomplish one thing, and that's to keep you moving, to keep you alive, to keep you functioning. Am I right? And so when I look at this, you know, I did, I was a cheerleader. I did gymnastics as a young child. And I I learned how to do a, 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 a backhand spring, and I accomplished that. What in the world does that accomplishment have to do with preaching today? What in the world does that accomplishment have to do with living a career in IT? What did I get from that? I figured out that what seemed impossible... To, to take my body and contort it in such a way where I can jump backwards and still end up on my feet. That accomplishment way back then helps drive my purpose today when things get topsy-turvy and I'm still able to land on my feet. I, I can I still do. tie it together. You, you understand what I'm saying? I do. All I'm saying to you is you're right. Uh, I believe that blowing out a candle, being successful at blowing a candle out on a birthday cake has nothing to do with open heart surgery. Nothing. You accomplished the task of blowing out the candle. That was great. What does that have to do with opening up somebody's heart? You, you cannot connect those two. Am I right about it? The question is, who, who, who decides that blowing the candle out is an accomplishment? And who decides that open heart surgery is your purpose? Who's the judge? Who's the evaluator? For who I alone, says the Lord. I alone knows the plans I have for your life, yeah. says the Lord. So, right. Uh, I think we, I want to skip anybody's statements, but later McCoy said a compliment yeah. can be an achievement of a task okay. or a goal that an individual sets. Yeah, I'm, I'm able to move right. in certain spaces in my purpose because of my accomplishments, even if they're not directly or explicitly related to me. Yes, yes. So, so see, see what she says right there? Um, but the question is, she's able to do that. So does that mean that those accomplishments are enablers? They can be. Right. Lady says accomplishment can be an achievement for a task or a goal that an individual set. Accomplishment can be a one-time thing and never be accomplished again. I think absolutely. purpose is greater and continues for a, yeah, absolutely. It, it's, I guess you can liken that to uh, being task-oriented versus project-oriented versus, versus visionary, Right? Uh, the task is the task and it's done and it that's it. There's nothing else connected to it. Uh, project is also, you know, a project can last a month or a project can last a lifetime. Right. That's Vision sets something that is infinite. So I, I, I do. I don't. But I don't think, Samantha, I don't think we came into this conversation trying to uh, to debate, are, are we trying to figure out the difference between accomplishment and purpose, or are we just comparing the two? I'm gonna say we're just going to compare the two, okay, and then you know, maybe offer some clarity 
you know, maybe somebody is struggling right now with with that too. You know, is this just an accomplishment or is this my true purpose? So I think we're just going to compare the two and um, hopefully work in some time for you guys to give a few examples of how to determine exactly what your purpose is. Cool, cool. Um, Cole said life just like success is a journey, not a destination. Part of right. our purpose with God involves the experiences we had leading up to when we realize we're in our purpose. I like that, Cole. Richard says physiology and spirituality are two definitively different. <laughs> yeah, they are. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, so there's a question. Can accomplishments make you complacent because you feel like you're above something? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I like to think so. I as as the two of you guys were going back and forth, this is kind of what I start envisioning in my mind, right? Um at first I was on the I was I was like, you know, accomplishments are like indicators. They they give you an idea of of how and where things are going in your life, if you will. Um if if you're 23 years 23 years old and you've graduated from college and you graduated cum laude um you you got a a job not an internship um lined up you got an apartment and you got a bicycle and you live in the city i just listed off a bunch of accomplishments that the average 23 year old probably is about most i say the average 23 year old got right am i off base saying the average 23 year old got that <laughs> in our well, in our it, circles again, in our circles it's still relative right, right. because okay. there are certain behaviors that come with that age true right true. but i still believe that uh it's it's almost like every 23 year old has their own dna because literally they do. Right. So their behavior is going to be different. Uh, I, I, I believe my, this. My belief is this. And I, I like what, what Mello said. Uh, purpose should be something that naturally comes easy to you than others. But Mello, uh, Dr. Rollins would challenge you on that because Dr. Rollins said she found out after college what her purpose was. And I would I would. Uh, I would expect her to respond with fulfilling my purpose has been challenging. It did not come easy. Right. I knew I was purpose to help. She knew she was purpose to help, but in that particular area uh, was a shift for her. And I believe that it challenged her. Right. And, and I don't think it came, I think it comes easy because she loves her father, but I don't think the task was easy. I believe the task uh, of, of, of living her purpose out has been challenging as with anyone who is trying to fulfill their purpose. I can't expect anybody to be chasing their purpose and it not be rife with challenges and obstacles, right? See, she's uncomfortable still. Uh, so I don't think it's something that comes easy to you, uh, but I think it's something that you make a decision that you're going to pursue in spite of. Because the joy of fulfillment. Oh, yeah, absolutely, bro. Absolutely. It should be. Yeah, yeah. It's It's got to be a part of your DNA or it, it just doesn't work. You're absolutely right. Yeah. And, and, and what I, and what I was going with that, Pastor, with the um, with that 23 year old scenario is these are indicators or short term goals, if you will. Mm -hmm. Either I think they can be used um, interchangeably there. But. Whatever it is you're going to be, you're going to do, or you're on your way to being what you're pursuing, um, what you're, who you're developing. I, I think that accomplishments are things that we can look at and say, are we on the right track or are we heading in the right direction? Um, mm -hmm. Because you, you get two 23 year olds that, that, um, that let's just say God gives them the same purpose. Say we know God gives them the same purpose. They both go to the same college. They both have the same opportunities. Mm -hmm. One of them gets involved 
um, with party and a little too hard. Another one pushes party into the side and hit the books extra hard. One's going to um, be on the dean's list. The other one's going to be on the probation list, almost out of school. <laughs> so when you, when you look at their accomplishments as they move, all it is is an indicator, hey, I'm in the right space right now. Or, yeah. hey, I need to make an adjustment here to get back to the right space. And and like you said earlier, that's one of those things where that's one of the reasons why I love Jeremiah 29 and 11. Um, the Bible makes it abundantly clear for me. Mm-hmm. That's why I tell people all the time, love your pastor, love your preacher, your bishop and anybody else. But for I alone know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. That's why I think pastors are amazing. Because when they confirm something, then they have the ability to speak into you and like most can't. However, you got to know from God what your purpose is or you will never know what your accomplishments are doing for you. And too many people are messed up later in life, in my opinion, because they don't know their purpose. And they're 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 like walking around in a Stevie Wonder trance. My, my daughter came to me the other day. Uh, so Tom Brady won his seventh Super Bowl earlier this month. Does that mean his purpose is to be an award-winning football player? Or are those accomplishments this athlete has amassed throughout his career? Tom Brady will tell you himself that he loves playing football. Uh, but I, w- I think that when you talk to him about his purpose and his accomplishments, uh, I don't think he will even mention football. I, I would venture to, I would go that far to say that. I think that the accolades and the championships and all that are great, but I believe that when he talks about his purpose, it's not even on the football field. As with LeBron James, right? Now, I would say Michael Jordan, the answer is different. I would say that for Michael Jordan, his purpose was the basketball court. Absolutely. Because when Michael Jordan talks about his accomplishments, it's basketball. When LeBron James talks about his accomplishments, it's community. And and basketball is a tool. It's a resource that he uses to make a difference in his community. Right. But LeBron James was raised without a a, a father in the house. Michael Jordan had his mother and father. It came up two different ways. My daughter came to me the other day and she said, Dad, she said, uh, would you be upset if I told you that I wasn't sure what I wanted to do? when I grew up, when I got out of college. And I said, absolutely not. Because sometimes you find it in college, you know? Say say that, sir. Yeah, and and so it's important for children not to feel confined to the expectations of their parents. My wife grew up with her, her mom, her family called her the family doctor or the family lawyer. And I'm like, well, man, that could confuse a child, <laughs> right? Uh, because it's the other, you know, and and I and it's quite tough to be both. And she ended up neither. She ended up in IT, and now she's a real estate. She's a realtor, you know. So um, when I was when I was young, I, I'll tell you this: I, I went to a Catholic school, and I was on a speech team, and I despised getting up in front of people talking. I absolutely despised it. I was the last one you would ever think. In, in fact, we it's were doing. Hard to believe. Listen, listen. We were doing a play when I was in the third grade at Saint Teresa. My mom is on here. She will tell you. We were doing a play, and our teacher put all the roles. She she put them on a piece of paper, uh, tore it up, put them in a hat, and she shook the hat up, and we had to put, pick our role out of the hat. And I pulled in the third grade, I pulled the role of Jesus. (laughs) Okay. The irony. Yeah. I looked at it and I'm like, oh, that's the biggest role in the play. And my friend Patrick Grady pulled the role of Peter. I traded Jesus for Peter, the one who betrayed him. In the third grade, why is that relevant today? Because I have seen that in my life. I've seen that play out, right? And so 
We we and and here's the thing. I, when I was on a swim team, we my my my, bro, my older brother and I were at the YMCA back when the YMCA was the popular place to be. We went through swimming classes, and I'm 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 going somewhere with this, but y'all know I'm a preacher. I'm long winded. My brother and I were taking swimming lessons at the YMCA, and we got to the point to where we were supposed to put on display for our parents what we learned in swim class. So they invited the parents in, and I'm swimming like a fish, long as nobody's there. When my mother was sitting in the stands, they said, okay, everything that we taught you in the three feet, we want you to show your parents in the five feet. I'm like, that's not what I was told. When it came time to put it on display, I felt like everything that I accomplished in the three feet served no purpose in five feet. Hear me now. I sat on the side, my mother, I, and everybody took off. My brother took off swimming. My brother Mark, who's on here, he took off swimming. And you go from, you in swim class, you go from a minnow. These are the classifications. You go from a minnow to a shark. My brother was swimming like a shark. I was on the side like a minnow, looking to be in the shallow water. And I looked up in the stands, and my mother was like, she was mouthing to me like. And I'm like, and I mouthed back to her. <laughs> right? And my point is. Cole just made your point for you, I think. <laughs> Right. Absolutely, Cole. So so my <laughs> point is, just like, and, and then I grew up loving to swim, can swim anywhere, right? Have surfed in the ocean. I've done all kinds of things, crazy things uh, in, in waters that most people wouldn't even go in. Um, but it did that lack of accomplishment still served a purpose. Here's my point. I traded parts. I traded roles uh, for that play which I felt like the role of Jesus had nothing to do with my life. Later on, I was on a speech team and I'll never forget this. I'll never forget this. My first speech competition, my mother gave me a poem to read, uh, Chicago by Carl Sandburg, hog butcher for the world, tool maker, stacker of wheat. I, I can recite it now. But what, what people don't know is I was probably the, the scaredest person in that room. I got second place because I was speaking too fast. How many people know I talk too fast? Today, I have spoken in front of thousands and I understand my purpose. My question to you, going all the way back then, would you consider me being in that play as Peter, an accomplishment when I gave up the role of Jesus? Was that a failure or an accomplishment? Would you consider second place an accomplishment or a failure? Would you connect those to a purpose that I didn't know then, that I do know now? To me, back then, totally unrelated, nothing to do with nothing. I've been around the world in a day and I know I've probably lost some people on this. They were still accomplishments and they still fed a purpose that was unknown at the time. Because coming out of high school, I had no idea I'd be a preacher. Coming out of high school, I thought I'd be a soldier. Everyone is created with a purpose. We have to seek God and God to help us. Right. But I, I guess the point I'm trying to make is I feel like, uh, yeah, purpose is discovered. And no, yeah, absolutely. But some people grow. Some people are born understanding their purpose, though, Cheryl. Some people are born understanding their, their purpose. They really are. They know it from the time they start talking. My, my younger brother uh, said in, in the third grade that he was going to be an actor from the third grade, because that was the age where he was old enough to actually begin taking a class. And that's what he's doing today. He's in I Hollywood. Knew, I knew mine, I was just, I just was scared. And, and, and by God, every part of me, 40 was the point where I finally embraced it. Like, I, listen, <laughs> I'm afraid every week, bro. People who know me personally, I, my church, Samantha Walker sitting on here can tell you secrets about me that the world doesn't know when I get up to speak. Right. They they know me because they know me intimately. And but but she will tell you that there is never a day that I am not nervous about getting up in front of people. 
and, 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 but to fulfill your purpose, that's a requirement. If you're going to effectively fulfill your purpose, there has to be some discomfort. Right. And, and that right there is the rub, sir, because yeah. the failure <laughs> versus success, people on the outside determine failures versus success. Hmm. Oh, actually, the answer, the answer to that is in the details. Like yes. if, if you would have told us just this in the third grade, I was supposed to play Jesus, but I was a little nervous. So I played Pete and I switched with my boy. If that's all you told us and you left it there, most people would say, uh, yeah, you missed out on a great opportunity to, to get ahead. But actually, but actually said right there, she said, yeah, but you still showed up. So See, this, it's I mean, it's all about perspective, right? So, so does so does honorable mentions and second place trophies have a, a part? Do they play a part? They do. They absolutely do. Uh, Cole Johnson said, "We don't lose in life's battles. Either we win or we learn. There's three things: either you win, you learn, or you quit. And if you quit, yes, you do lose. Right? That that's a fact." Um, but I think that the encouragement, I think that Samantha was trying to get at earlier is motion is necessary, right? The lesson here is no matter where you are, know that everything you're doing right has to be a component, a, 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 a lever of, of accomplishing your purpose. You may not understand your purpose today. It may not make sense today. But if you keep moving, it's going to work out. Keep chest, keep chasing, keep Absolutely. working, keep discovering, keep learning, and it's going to come together. Uh, because I think that's the thing. Some people, I think the worst thing that we can do is compare accomplishments like come we on. all have the same purpose. Say that again, sir. Right? I think the worst thing that we can do is compare accomplishments as if we all have the same purpose. You lose trying to compare what you've accomplished to what someone else has accomplished. Even if it's someone who's heading in the same direction that you're heading in, it doesn't mean y'all have the same stop. It doesn't mean you have the same goals that you might be, you might be on the same highway, but you're operating in different lanes. Absolutely. That, that's reality. So that's key. I, yeah. And I think it's important for us to understand that I never have to compare my accomplishments to someone else's accomplishments because we we're serving different purposes. Two doctors in the same class, same medical field still have two different purposes. Absolutely. That's reality. Two preachers in seminary are going to have different purposes, right? Two basketball players, two point guards on the basketball court mm -hmm. are going to have different purposes. It's just that simple. Two gospel singers, they both sing gospel, but they both sing differently. It's, it's just like our DNA. So, I, you know, if there's encouragement, the encouragement is keep doing what you're doing. And if you're doing nothing, start doing something because it you, you movement is necessary. The reason why, you know, I, I think life is defined as a verb because it cannot be still. It has to keep moving. It has to keep moving. The only time you stop is when it's time to go meet your maker. And then there's really not a stop. There's just a transition to a new life. Right. So to me, life is a verb. When it like I said, you can fail at something, but that is not failure. Failure is when you don't try and just stop. Yes. Keep moving. Yes. Keep moving and try something else. Absolutely. And, and, and don't compare. Don't don't compare because your life is your own. It is what you make it. you and the Lord together. That's why horses run with blinders on. That's why they have they because literally horses have the the not the ability but the tendency. Horses mm -hmm. have the, the tendency to look at their left and right as they're moving. So mm -hmm. in order for a race a horse a race horse to be effective, they have to put the blinders on so yeah. they can run their race without distractions. Too often we become distracted by our friends by and and I and you're right, Pastor, because that was me. First of all, I came up knowing who I was supposed to be. That's first of all. Mm -hmm. Second of all, I made a lot of mistakes or bad decisions along the way. And now while dealing with those decisions, 
I, at the time, I didn't see it as learning from a situation. I saw it as disappointment and I saw it as failure. So now I got to deal with those things. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then when I get to that point, I started comparing myself to all of my peers. Well, mm-hmm. this guy in high school didn't even know who Jesus was. He's a pastor now. And here I'm over here going to the club tomorrow night. And, and this dude over here, right, he he can preach, but he he's scared of people. And so I it, it the whole thing became cluttered. So your path to purpose, you 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 have to you have to write it. You have to find something and define it. Because if you don't, you become distracted. If you don't, you become obsessed with failure, not okay. What what did I actually get out of the situation or where do I make adjustments? My thing is when, when it comes to purpose, you you have to have an idea of what it is. And like Cheryl said early, generally speaking, it might not have been Cheryl, but generally speaking, your purpose is something that you excel at. Whether you're comfortable in that skin or not, it's something that you generally do excel in. And I then, and, and then when, you, when you get into that vein, you, you got to start defining it. You got to start putting yourself in positions to where you're going to walk. And guess what? You're not always going to know because sometimes we don't seek God. So when you bump your head over here and mess up in this situation, take a step back, get you some perspective. Okay, and God. you know, let's talk to somebody. You know, yes. yeah, get get you some, get you a mentor, get something, life coach, whatever folks are talk, calling them life coaches today. I don't even like the term, but the reality is that's what people are doing. But I think what's important is that you get someone to talk to. Cole said something. He said there was a quote from someone in athletics. The moment you don't feel an adrenaline rush about something is the day you should walk away from it. Uh, the moment you don't feel an adrenaline rush about something is the day you should walk away from it. I think I think there's there's truth to that statement, but I also want to encourage people and, and, and caution people to make sure that you know the difference between walking away from it altogether and resetting taking a time out because sometimes you lose motivation because you are exhausted. You're out, you're overworked, right? Frustrated. Stressed. And and you may require a time out, a time away. Right. Um, And I've heard athletes say that. um, So I've heard athletes say uh, I lost my motivation Y'all, y'all see what's happening, right? Y'all see. Give me that money. Yeah, you, you see what's happening. Okay, hey, now I'll go ahead and read some comments. That's a purpose. Taking care of that. But no, but, here, but here, before you go there, because God will run with you, God. Yeah, hold on, hold it. Keep keep uh, Deacon Rollins' message up there. What I was going to say is, uh, I have also, in, in ministry, I have interacted with people quote unquote, people of God who proclaim to be people of God who do not make ministry attractive. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, they, they've been in ministry. I've been in ministry 30 years. And my, my perception of that person is in 30 years, I don't want to look like you. you. You don't make ministry attractive. You're part of the reason we struggle to to get people into the church, right? And and that's someone who probably needed a revival years ago or someone who should have sat down. Needed that time out. Yeah, get get, get yourself a time because because you continue to move forward, right? And you're stressed, you're strained, and and you bleed on people. Mm. That's what happens, right? And so you have to be careful that in your pursuit of purpose, that you understand what a timeout is. Because if you don't take those moments, you can, you can not, you can, not only will you uh, not fulfill your purpose, but you will uh, negatively impact others chasing their purpose. Right? So know the difference between walking away and resetting. Get you a revival, right? Uh, now you can go to, uh, I think Deacon Rollins, Sean Rollins was saying something. 
God will run with you. God will walk with you. Keep moving unless God tell you to be still and wait for the next instructions. Yeah, absolutely. 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 But you, but you have to have an, you have to be available. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You got to have that relationship. Yeah, to, to hear the voice. Hearing, yeah. yeah, you got to be available for that. Uh, and that's why that's, I mean, and that's so key. It's such a profound statement, but man, what happens when the noise of life is so loud that you can't even hear God speaking? And that's why you have to have coaches, people in your life that will push you and communicate and, and you can be in fellowship with someone that speaks positively into your life because uh, you have, you said it earlier, Dwayne, that pastors are, are, you know, leaders, spiritual leaders are important. Our purpose is to turn, help you turn the volume of life down. Sir, right. let me stop you right there real quick. I, mm-hmm. I remember homecoming. I was something, I was decent. I was better than decent. I, I, I had a name in town when it came to football. 15,000 fans in high school cheering, homecoming. But I could always hear my coach over the crowd. Mm-hmm. I could, yeah. I mean, they were screaming, but the crowd was screaming louder. But I could always hear my coach over the crowd. Right, right. And and, and what you're saying is is that relationship that I built with the coach. That's the type of relationship we have to have built with God because the crowd is going to scream. It's going to be fourth down and one, and and you got 45 seconds left in the game, and yeah. you you get it, you 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 win, and you don't get it, it's over. Right. And the, Coach identifies something on the line that needs to make an adjustment needs to be made. If you don't hear the coach, if you can't make that adjustment, what happens is plays over, game over. AD's in the building. What's up, gentlemen? What's up, AD? How's it going, guys? Welcome. Thank you for safe passage, safe travel, taking every obstruction out of his path, bringing him home safe and sound in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Coach is here. Oh, I've been listening. Apparently, and I and I know I put accomplishments first purpose. Because sometimes, you know, and and I dig what you guys have been saying um, as far as accomplishment kind of are some of the stepping stones into your purpose. Um, You do certain things. And like you said, um, you get the story when you were younger and you took Peter instead of Jesus. Um, That's different. They updated something. Ah, okay. Anyway, (laughs) so, oh. But I, I was thinking about and talking about, you know, when you're watching somebody else's lane, sometimes yeah. you feel like you got to go through the same accomplishments in order to get to this to the, the same space. You know, like um, I, I have to like with uh, Dr. Dr. Rollins, I have to do exactly what she did in order to be in the same space. You know, sometimes you don't necessarily have to do it that way, you know, and I think. Um, people get so focused on the accomplishments of others right. that they feel like this is what I have to do in order to get to this purpose. Um, yes. And 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 sitting out this uh, for this topic, you know, it was like two in the morning, so <laughs> my, my the brain wasn't wasn't kicked oh, in the high gear all the way. The topic, the topic is yeah. fire, bro, because you just said something profound, you know, about wanting to do what she did to get to where she is. You know, the the danger in that is, you know, it's like you want to be a professional athlete, then work hard because they work hard. Right. Right. But it doesn't mean going to the gym and and shooting 5000 free throws like this guy did. Right. It just means work hard like he worked hard. Right. Right. Um, And and like what Dr. Rollins is saying, yeah, save you some trouble because she'll tell you. There are things that she did she probably <laughs> didn't have to do. Right. Right. And, right. and, and it's like saying, you know, ooh, I want to. I, I, one of the greatest uh, lessons I've learned in life is the lesson of, ooh, I want to be able to preach right. like he preaches. Right. Right. Come on, right. sir. Right. Come on, sir. And, and what you're asking for is my testimony. Right. 
And I wouldn't wish my experience on anybody for you to get. Right. My, I don't want you to have my testimony because I don't want you to go anywhere near some of the things that I did. Right. Right. Um, pray, seek the Lord's face. Right. right. But you don't want my testimony. Right. You know? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> that's, just, that's the reality. So that's a yeah. valid point that you made. But, they don't want the message without they don't want the mess. Right. Right. Yeah. But the thing is, they want the, the message, but they overlook the mess, the mess that wrote the message. Right. Right. You understand? And, and yeah. so you have to be careful. And I think many people fail trying to do that. Right. You know. Right. Uh, so that, that's, that's deep. Yeah. I love yeah. Y'all, y'all, um, y'all just you shook me up when you said that too, AD, because I, I just saw a, a cul-de-sac in a development. Right. OK. OK. You got 20 houses in this development. Right. Some of them look similar. They all right. got roofs. They got garages. They got some doors and windows. Right. But the blueprint for each one of them is slightly different. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All, right. all of them got their own nuances, and and everybody has their own on their own method. And mm-hmm. um and as you were saying, clarifying the the um the room, uh, right. when you came, I remember Pastor saying, "Hey, we we all got different paths, so you can't look at you can't look at how I'm doing this and expect to do it this way and get what I got." Right. Right, yeah. right, yeah, right. Uh, well, think, said, about, uh, think about the fact that LeBron James, like Michael Jordan, was cut. I don't right. think LeBron James has been cut from a team ever in his life. <laughs> right, right, true. But but think about this: Michael yeah. Jordan never lost in the finals either. Right, right. Yep. It right. hit different. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Cole. So when you talk about the goat, it's like okay, can you compare LeBron to Mike? When the first time LeBron James lost in the finals, the comparison was over. That's what people will say. <laughs> right. 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 It's, Go ahead. Uh, uh, Cole said, uh, I remember saying to my father when I was 12, I want to be as successful as you, dad. You know what I, what he said? No, son, don't desire my life. I want you to be more successful than me. Work hard and know that you are greater than I could ever be. Nice. Wow, nice. that's that's powerful right nice. there. Yeah, powerful. definitely. Um, I, you know, my, my mother taught me how to cook. Right. When it came to cooking in the kitchen, I hung out with her and I learned so much from her in the kitchen. Right. And I'll never forget. I was cooking a meal, a meal that I grew up eating from my mother. And she said to me one day, she said, how in the world does yours taste better than mine? <laughs> right wow uh, you, same ingredients right you understand yeah but her words were how in the world I, one day i was cleaning a chicken i'll never forget when i got out of the military i was cleaning some chicken in la and she came to the sink while i was cleaning the chicken and she said boy yeah i was grown and she was still calling me boy <laughs> all right facts said, boy where did you learn to clean a chicken like that Right. She said, I've never seen nobody clean a chicken. I was like, Mom, you taught me how to clean a chicken. Right. Right? Right. To Cole's point, my mother saw improvement right. in me from the things that she taught me. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I love what Cole said because our parents desire us always that we go further than they went. Right. The problem you have is when your parents compete mm. with you. Wow. 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 Right? Ooh. Right. Right. That can be a detriment. Yeah. Ooh. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Wow. Sir, that's, that's... Hey, Mother Yvonne. Welcome. Oh. Got, I'm, look, oh, I'm, hey. I'm giving a shout out to your son, Mother. Uh, <laughs> She shouted him out. Her son knew what to do for Valentine's Day for his mama. He sent his mama some money. Nice. Mm-hmm. Hey, can't go wrong with money. Yeah, that's right. Put his picture on 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 that's social media. Okay. Like this one right here right. sent me money. Right. <laughs> <laughs> nice. He nice. sent me a couple friends, a couple yeah. dead friends. I just had to insert that real quick. <laughs> oh. So I, you know, and it's funny, you know, I always told my backstory where I got stuff, uh, topic from, and I was listening to uh, Stephen Furtick. Um, he's out of Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, and he was talk. he gave an example of finding your purpose um, is, is like Legos. 
and they, there's all these pieces scattered and they all match up to the picture that you want to see to match the box. But it takes your trials and, and building before you can get what's on the box. And he was saying um, a lot of times testimony, he said, he said, my testimony always starts. Um, I forgot where he said the town. He said, uh, I think Mechanicsville. He said the small church where I gave my life to Christ. He said, but what I realized, he said, I'm not really doing my testimony justice. He says, because I had a mother who, before I got to that point, had been praying for me, you know, fasting and seeking, you know, when I was a knucklehead, not listening, doing what I wanted to do. You know, mm -hmm. he said, you know, my testimony started back then. And, yeah. it, and it's those pieces that came together in order to get the picture, because, you know, he said, it's easy to say, yeah, I got saved. And you see, look at me now. You know, but before this point, you know, there, there's there's always the stepping stones and the issues and the trials. And I was thinking about the accomplishments. You know, sometimes we need, like you said, we need to we like Dr. Rollins put. He's, he's like, save some of the some of those roads. You don't have to go. <laughs> he's like, I've I've taken unnecessary steps to get here, thinking that was what I was supposed to do. And you're thinking this is exactly what I need to do to get to this position. And people get excited about, oh, I got this certificate, or I need to get this, and I need to get this, and I need to get this, and and looking for a, a level of validation that could be all other time. Looking yeah. for a level of validation um, with accomplishments in order for my purpose to be fulfilled, yeah. and 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 that's where I was like, yeah, accomplishments and purpose, because we get confused and we want we because we all like to accomplish them. We like to pass a test, you know, like even just yeah. simple stuff. Even as at work, you're like. Ooh, I passed the test, so I got this right. You know, like just little stepping stones just to kind of get excited. Um, he yeah. said, and she said, it was unnecessary steps for you, necessary for me. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Ooh, that's deep right okay. there. Yeah, because that's good. That, the reality is uh, uh, engaging and working with African-American fathers, uh, right. strategies and lessons learned would not exist. Right. Without the unnecessary necessary steps. steps. Right. right? It's, right. Isn't that a, you can use that's a term to be coined right there. Right. The, sometimes steps. the unnecessary is absolutely necessary. Right. Yeah. Right. Yes. Right. That that, that that's I'm, I'm look, claiming that. Look, look, that, look, that, that <laughs> hey, you, you, you gotta pay her royalties now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do. Look, look that'll <laughs> preach, that'll write. That'll live. And, and it's, yeah. it, it's a beautiful thing because as y'all saying this and as AD, as you explaining this, the more and more Dr. Miles Monroe just echoes in my mind. And, and, and my whole view has shifted, not completely, but what do you call it when like on the, the binoculars, you fo you focus, focus, the focus, yeah. focus, it's become focus. Dr. Miles Monroe says, that um, we should die empty. Mm -hmm. when, yeah. when we leave here, there should be nothing left. Yes. Now, as we're talking and as AD is telling um, Pastor F um, Fertig's um, testimony and how he came up with this, I'm seeing accomplishments as you pouring into life, whatever gift that God has placed inside of you. Right. And when there is no gift left, to be poured out. Right. I think we've run off course. So I think if we reverse engineer and look back at all the accomplishments, this was our gift beginning to try to make room for us. Now, sometimes yeah. we put our gift in bad positions and we learn from it right. and it didn't make room for us in that position, right. but it helped, it helped us focus and get, and get back on track and make the proper adjustments. Mm -hmm. And then we move to the next place where our gift begins to pour out again. Right. Yeah. And then when you find yourself in purpose, pastor, you, you pour out, you pour out your gift on, on young men who, who you see some of the things that you saw in you, you, mm -hmm. you, you start to pour out your, your gift on the Dr. Rollins of the world. You start to pour right. out your gifts on your family. And, yeah. and as you pour your gift out, you start to, Focus your purpose, right. and your your purpose begin to become streamlined and and do exactly what it was put here to do. Right. And then we're not here anymore. Right. And then everything that you poured out, those seeds in that water, it begins to fertilize and, and to and to impregnate 
and yeah. to grow in multiple other areas because your gift has made room for you and you poured it right. all out and there's nothing yeah. left. So right. AD, shouts out to you, brother. Awesome. I, mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't see this coming <laughs> the, the full circle route that right. it's it started at. But even at the beginning of it, right. we started to see bits and pieces drop. <laughs> and then we started to nice. see the focus change. And as nice. the focus changed, it all began to make sense. Felt and like Lauren Hill is now. Samantha said, uh-oh, I done got these folks started. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, guys. So, oh, let's see. Uh, Cole said that's what maturity is. Dwayne is that agent of focus for us to see things, especially our purpose, more clearly. Definitely. Richard said the spirit of encouragement, the spirit of inspiration. Yes, yes. Indeed. that that yes, indeed. what Richard just said, you know, your you know, part of your purpose in life should be work until you begin to see your DNA. Right. In other people's right. lives. Right. Right. Not you don't you don't want to see people just do what you do, but you do right. want to see your DNA uh, as an inspiration, as a as an improvement to people's right. lives. I think one of the greatest things that you can ever achieve in life is someone quoting you. Right, right, right. Right? Right. There's nothing that that makes me feel better than when someone says, Pastor said this. Right. I heard Brian say this. Or my boy B said this. (laughs) Or little Big Mac said this. (laughs) Killer B said this. When you, when, when people quote you, you know you're serving purpose. Right. Yes, indeed. That's real. Yes, indeed. That's real. All right. Yep. So and, we're but gonna... again, I, I, before we close out. Yeah, go ahead. Sometimes the unnecessary <laughs> is <laughs> absolutely necessary. necessary. Brian A. McCrory Sr. <laughs> I, inspired by Dr. Latrice L. Rollins. Yeah, you got you remember you got to give it to her the first time around. It's not yours until the second time you use it. The first time you got to shout out who you got it from. Right, right. S. Rollins, not L. Rollins. S. Rollins. Uh, so th- there you go. Sometimes, the sometimes the, uh, there you go. That's it. Now stuff. you got to take. Oh. Uh, well, I like steps. Steps is cool. So you're right. trying to get some credit. See? Yeah, a little bit. I need it. <laughs> a little executive see, producer credit right there. You, well, <laughs> just be, mm. hey, look, look hey, in New hey, York, hey, he'd be biting. He'd be biting. <laughs> <laughs> he he <laughs> stole that, son. Hey, listen here, B. Hey, yo, listen here, B. I'm saying, I'm saying, son. Your wife said your wife said something earlier. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, guy. Your wife said that she still might be a lawyer just in real estate. You're going to need it if you're trying to steal his. If you're trying to steal his phrase, you know what I'm saying? It ain't over. Hey, life is a verb. Keep it moving. Life is a verb. (laughs) Hey, that's me. (laughs) Says I just saw it. All right, guys. If you want to know the expert, if you want to see the example of citing source, read uh, engaging uh, this this book that Dr. Rollins just just wrote. You want to talk about giving us both credit. Lord have mercy. Humility is key. And Dr. Rollins gave everybody credit. Yeah. If you haven't gotten the book, get the book, Engaging and Working with African-American Fathers, Strategies and Lessons Learned. Get the book. Listen, let me tell you something. This book is, it's inspirational. Yes. It's educational. It challenges you. Right. It pushes, it does, it, it is a book that you read, but it's also a book that you study. Yes, indeed. That's what it is. Yes, and I, I, I tell I told Dr. Rollins this. I said, it's not the Bible, but it is a Bible of right. enlightenment for right. people who want to see another perspective. So Can you hold it up again, AD? Oh, yeah. I'm going to put it in the comments here. Yes. You've got to get this book. It will change what you think. It will change how you think. Engaging and working with African-American fathers, strategies and lessons learned, strategies and lessons learned. All right. I'm telling you, this book will change your life. I don't care whether you came up in a two parent household. I don't care whether you came up in a single parent household with a single father or a single mother. I don't care if you just know someone who was a single parent. What I'm saying to you is 
they cover so many different environments, uh, uh, situations in this book. Uh, it is absolutely a fan. And listen, don't go into this book thinking you're getting ready to read a novel. Right. Go into this book looking to be enlightened and educated. Right. Set that expectation. Right. Oh, I didn't get off. Fantastic. <laughs> That's Fantastic. Fantastic. Periscope. Periscope. See, hold on. Hold on. There you go. YouTube's better. YouTube's better. All right, gentlemen and ladies and peoples watching. I appreciate you guys rocking with us um, and hanging with us. Always sharing and giving. I appreciate you. Appreciate those that's been giving, um, being a blessing to the brothers of legacy, um, and and I'm and my my heart is is always made glad that I don't that this thing can happen even when I'm not here, and I'm that that's that's always exciting because it's something it's a momentum going. Um, it's and purpose. Yes, yes, indeed. Because this is this is built. Um, oh oh oh! Discount. Hold on. Uh, this, Pause. Let's see. I, look, no, pay top dollar for this book. <laughs> pay the money for the book, yes. people. Pay the money. Pay, pay the money. money. <laughs> She's trying to hook hook y'all up. Hook pay, y'all the up. Money pay the money. Be a blessing. Be a blessing. Yes. Yes. All right, guys. Um. So listen, quick two things, two quick uh, programming notes. Uh, tonight at seven p.m. will be. Solomon's Temple Christian Ministries Bible Study. So maybe Exodus check it chapter out. two. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Exodus. We are going through Exodus. We're going through. You Exodus. want to know how to get out? Tune in yes. tonight. <laughs> you, don't need, you don't need the book. Thank you, Mama Corey. <laughs> um, as well as watch the Sisters of Legacy. So my lovely wife here earlier. Uh, make sure you follow her, and they have shout a, out to Sam for holding it down. Yes, shout yes, out to Sam. Yes. Down. Appreciate you, Appreciate Sam. You. Yes, indeed. Paraclete, help me. There you go. Coming through. Um, so we look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow. Same time, same channel. 8 a.m. And so I, my face would be in the place. I just had to take some care of some things the last two days. But I was back. I was back. Listen, All right, I guys. Wanna, and, and AD, I want to say something. I, I've never done this yes. before, but I do want to ask people. Uh, I want to challenge you all. If you do not have a Bible study tonight, right. if you do not have a Bible study tonight, if you are not engaged previously yes. uh tune in to solomon's temple uh, i believe either dr rollins uh anthony walker terry little typically these guys will create a watch party or whatever but find it tonight tune in tonight right if you're following the bol page it'll be on there as well if you follow okay. the brother legacy page I, I always post it up there and if you so know mom can, recorded can... you're gonna get an inbox right <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So we look forward to seeing you guys tonight. Tonight. All right. So take care. Be blessed. Keep pushing. Stay safe. Keep wearing your mask. Um, That we love you, but God loves you more. He has you covered regardless of what it may look like. Take care. I didn't want to to catch that morning. Good morning. Good morning. 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 Welcome to another. Good morning, good morning, good morning.